At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Matt Santos, thank you as we welcome you back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It feels great to be back. We're coast to coast. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. As we get you going, August 1, Michael, 2022. And mention at the top, not only your fifth season here on VSIN, breaking down the football, our fourth together, and something else to look forward to in the fall. Are you dropping that book? When is this book dropping? Well, you know, the book is uh, – I think the book will not be out until next football season because, like most things here in America, the supply chain in books has yes. been backed up. And so the the timing of the release is not quite uh, – it's not set in stone yet, but I think that's what we're looking forward to. I mean, I'm still in the editing process of the book and, and working through that with my editor, but I, I think that – if I would be safe to say, I would say next Hall of Fame weekend, the book should be out. Well, I'm smiling because I read this morning, Britney Spears wants to write a book, but there's no yeah. paper. The supply chain, there's no paper. <laughs> so nobody it's really get, kind of it. I mean, when they... When they told me that, I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? You know, like, you know, as Uncle Junior would say, can't they just pass a one piece of paper around and the Xerox, all these costs, you know? I mean, got to kill a whole forest in the Northwest for one trial. But anyway, I, I was hoping there would be some paper, but I guess not. I knew somehow my first show back, I'd tie Michael Lombardi and Britney Spears together. Hey, we and, mentioned and Bill Jr. Russell. And we got as... Uncle Junior all in it. I mean, I mean, really, you can't get better than that. We mentioned Bill Russell as a trailblazer. You know who else is a trailblazer? Christian Kirk. He has yeah, set off oh, no an doubt. unprecedented market for the wide receiver position. So no those doubt. that missed it, Debo Samuel, you know, the modern athlete 101 of getting a new deal. Scrub Insta, pretend that there's a contentious relationship with the team, and then get cash. So he got three years, 58.1 guaranteed, 71 and a half overall. The thing about Debo is what he does you know, as far as a hybrid, Michael, and think about this. I looked up his numbers. He was fifth in receiving yards last year at 1405 on 77 catches. So yeah. what's he doing? He's getting those yak. He's getting yards after the catch. 
no doubt. That's where he makes his living. He's an inside receiver. Uh, you know, Debo's not – and he signed with the best place. I mean, he wanted to – he needs to be with Kyle because he's going to throw him the ball in the middle of the field. Now, short term, you know, when this contract, when it voids in his fifth year, it, he'll be 30 years old. Will he still be the same player? We'll find out. You know, he's going to take a, a lot of pounding as he catches the ball inside like he's done. But for the next two seasons, when he's 26 and 27, the 49ers have a fairly significantly low cap number for him. So that won't be too bad. Now they can work, turn their attentions to Nick Bosa. This is why they did the Trey Lance deal. This is why they wanted to find a way so they can keep everybody else around them and keep their team intact and have a good team. So when they have to do Lance's contract, they've got a good team already in place. So we'll see. I mean, look, I, I love Samuel. I think he's great. But I know where he's at his best, which is yards after the catch. He's got to have the ball. He's not a great route runner on the outside. He's a great no. runner with the ball in his hands. Back, Yeah, back to South Carolina. He was just so explosive once he got the ball. He wasn't a natural route runner. He wasn't a natural catcher of the football. But if you got it to him, I mean, that was at South Carolina, Michael. As you know, he was he was unbelievable. Let me just say this. I got two missed the playoffs on San Francisco at plus 175 at DraftKings. Sign me up because that win total set at 10. Uh, Santos just told me in my ear he's got a book at 10 and a half on the 49ers. Couple reasons and then you run. No cap space, so they didn't have a first round pick because what they did with Lance. Those that are wondering and positing, is Lance going to have the second year jump like Burrow? Have they lost their freaking minds? Joe Burrow was all everything in college. Trey Lance didn't play his his final year in college. Like, I don't know what the expectations are. Oh, and by the way, you do realize that this team was leading in the NFC Championship game going into the fourth quarter with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback in January. There are a lot of weird expectations on this team, and I don't like them as far as that 10 and a half. Well, let's just put it this way, right? So last year in terms of attempting to throw the football. Okay, this is a playoff team. They were 29th in attempting to throw the football. They didn't really want to – they wanted to run it more. They wanted to run it more than they threw it, okay? But where they were really good was yards after the catch. They were number one there in average, Jimmy Garoppolo. They 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 were 12th in yards gained throwing the football. Now, you've got to ask yourself the question, can Trey Lance duplicate those numbers? Can he throw less and get more? Is he, going to ma- is he going to maximize every throw he has? Can he not turn the ball over? I mean, Garoppolo has this rep partly because of the great Amal Shaw, but he was 14th in the league in interceptions thrown. You know, I mean, so we know he makes mistakes, but to me, I think it's a little bit harsh to, to really just throw Jimmy under the bus. I mean, the guy won 33 games. The guy has played pretty well for them over his career. Is he perfect? By no means. But he said, you know, if you want to call him a top 20 quarterback, okay, call him that. I think that's what he is. In his 47 starts, he's won 33 games. That's that's pretty good. You know, now you say, well, somebody else wins it. Okay, but, you know, when somebody else plays quarterback, they don't win it. You know, so they won 37. He's won 33 games. He's 33 and 14. with. Well, he's 31 and 14. He's 31 and 14 with the 49ers. I think it's going to be hard for Lance. Now, I mean, I follow, I read everything that I can. I haven't seen a practice. I'm going to reserve judgment. But I think if you're listening to some of the the writing up of what's been going on out there, it hasn't exactly been like, remember last year, Patrick, when we were doing our show, everybody talked about how great, oh, my God, Trey Lance is sensational. I'm not reading that this year, are you? No, no. I'm not getting anything. That's why the vibes are weird. I mean, two starts last year, the offense took a precipitous drop. I'm not going to put that on Lance as much because they were spot starts. But there's questions. Didn't Tomlinson on that inside offensive front, didn't he leave? There are questions there. They've got the all-world in Trent Williams. I get that. And Ayuk took a step forward. So the running back, they drafted the kid out of LSU. I'm not really concerned about the, the, the specials as far as offense, Michael. But there, there's nobody that has an answer as to what Kyle Shanahan has in Trey Lance. It's impossible. Well, I mean, somebody somebody does. Somebody just was putting out on our network to bet him for the MVP. I mean, like, are you kidding me? Stop like, it. what could Stop you it. think? Yeah, I'm, no, it's true. It's true. They, they, they bet him for the – I mean, you want to make it St. Jude's pick? Go ahead and make one. I mean, the guy – like you said, he's missed his entire senior year. He missed most – he threw 71 passes last year. Like, how is he going to win the MVP? All of a sudden, he's just going to turn it on? Like, have some logic. I mean, like, if you want to just throw out stuff, like, throw it out, throw it out. I don't care. But at some point, you got to say, okay, here's why. 
and have some evidence. Joe Burrow, as you said eloquently, Joe Burrow was playing well until he got to Washington and they blew his knee out because they couldn't protect him. He was playing good. It wasn't like he wasn't. I mean, last year, I said this yesterday and I've said it before. If Davis Mills was in the first round, nobody would be questioning the Texans wanting a quarterback. He's yep. Davis. It went Mac Jones, Davis Mills is who played the best last year. Now, will that change? Maybe. Will Trey Lance jump Mac Jones? Maybe. We don't know yet. But but to think he's going to go from not playing to the MVP, tell me one guy who's ever done that. No, no. And let me ask you this. So McDaniel's gone. He's, you know, he was the right-hand man, whatever you think of him there with Shanahan. They also lost in total four offensive coaches. I know you're not concerned about that because you love Shanahan. Let me ask you this. Remember what the Shanahans did with Robert Griffin III where they completely curtailed an offense around his abilities. Do you expect the offense to look different this year with Lance under center as opposed to Garoppolo? I don't know. I, I, I would say yes to that question because Kyle kept saying to everybody when they were questioning why he didn't take Mac Jones privately, well, I think people have caught up to my offense. I don't see Kyle being a, 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 a conduit to change. I think Kyle thinks he, you know, he, every game plan is specific for the team he's playing. He does a wonderful job of game, best red zone team in football last year when he got the ball down there, could score points, which makes him effective. Credit to him. But I don't see him changing what he's going to do. I think he's got to execute the program on what he wants him to do. And for all the frustrations he may have with Jimmy, I'm sure he's going to have different frustrations with Lance. He's just going to have to. You know, and I think, you know, they're going to try to put him in it. Look, the one thing the Niners do a great job is they get yards per attempt. That's where they're so good. They get the ball down the field without throwing it down the field. They're not taking shots on nine routes. They're throwing it. They're getting the receivers the ball, moving with the target. Very much the Rams model with top-heavy contracts. So a dubious navigation moving forward for this team It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the numbers from DraftKings in the West, NFL West, uh, NFC West, pardon me, the Rams are plus 125. The, shorter than I thought, the 49ers are plus 150 in division. Where are you on that win total set at 10.5 on the 49ers? Well, look, I, I think the Niners are really good defensively. I think that D- D'Amico Ryans has done a good job, and I think their defensive line, they lost Maurice Hurst just to a bicep injury, you know, and so that, 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 that's some of their depth that they lost. Armstead hurt his knee the first day of camp with, in a non-contact drill. They think he'll be ready for the opener. They need your guy Kinlaw to come through and play really well. Mm-hmm. But for me, yep. their defense is good, and I think that's the strength of their team. They have great defense, and they can run the ball. That's a pretty good recipe, and if you don't turn it over, that's a fairly good recipe to win games. Because remember, the NFL is about not losing games more than winning games. So if you can run the ball effectively, you don't turn it over, and you play great defense, it's going to come down to the fourth quarter and how good your kicker is, right? How good is your kicker? Well, and that's what you talked about, remember, last year with Cincinnati. (laughs) Like, that kid was the MVP for them in the postseason, the kicker. No doubt, no Uh, doubt. Uh, it's why you have to clear. like the Raiders a little bit more than maybe some of the other teams in the West because Carlson's one of the best kickers in the league. No, I like the Raiders because I'm best friends with the offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> let's be clear, and one of the nicest guys you'll meet. Let's be clear uh, about Trey Lance. He's a true rookie. Like, this isn't this isn't yep, somebody no that got eight, nine starts last year. This is going to be – he's thrown to the wolves here. It's, all, it's going to be moving really fast for him, really fast, starting opening day. We've got former front office exec Randy Mueller coming up in about 17 minutes. But next, Trey Lance has a teammate that probably should be starting, but he's going to be on another team. It's Jimmy G. I want to talk to Michael about him coming up here. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you've heard Michael and I talk about it. It's the College Football Betting Guide. I think we dropped it last Thursday. Subscribe now, vsin.com. Make sure you check it out to get your football betting guide. When you do, you get the NFL betting guide as well. But if you're not sold on this, I, I said it ruined my vacation because it did. Because, I mean, there's so much information. College football playoff value bets, Steve Mackinan's power ratings, how to make your own power ratings, expert picks on conferences. Again, got all 131 FBS teams previewed. I was actually laughing, Michael, as I was going through, I don't know, Mountain West. And at the bottom, it said Adam Burke. And I'm like, yeah, I know I just had a month off, so I'm spoiled. But I don't think these people sleep because if you're going, no. if you're doing a, if you're doing a preview and it's more comprehensive than anybody I've seen as far as the college football breakdown. Oh, if you're yeah. doing a preview and you've got the transfer portal to deal with. Like, I don't know how they did it, but it's unbelievable. You know, and I and I think the attention to detail, Patrick, on whether it's the Southeast Conference or the MAC, it's the same level of detail that that all these gentlemen gave to these college teams. It's remarkable. You know, when we do the when we do the NFL betting guide, you know, every team is a chance to win the you know to go to the Super Bowl as we witnessed last year with the Bengals. So you you know you only have thirty two you're dealing with, and you have a yeah. transactional wire every single day that you can look at. Whereas, you know. When you're looking at this uh, college thing, I mean, you know, and it's every day. I mean, there's guys going in the portal even now. I mean, you could get two players show up on your on your campus tomorrow. Who knows? Well, we'll get to Jaden Daniels and LSU coming up in just a little bit more. You get Heisman Trophy value bets with Adam Kramer, and then Adam Burke teaches you how to put together your own power rankings for and ratings for college football. So make sure you check it out, vsin.com. Become a subscriber, and you get the NFL one as well. Okay, as we welcome you back – I. It's so funny because while I was telling you I'm going to go under that 10.5 on the 49ers, Michael, it obviously a lot of it has to do, and most of it, a preponderance, has to do with the quarterback. If Jimmy Garoppolo was playing this year, like I told you, I know it sounds crazy, but January they were in Los Angeles up 10 going into the fourth quarter in the NFC Championship game. Did Jimmy Garoppolo play great in that game? No, but he's the real – I mean, he was was – that's the dude that got him to where they went. So now the question is where he's going to settle. Where do we stand right now with Jimmy G in the shoulder, and what are you hearing? Well, I mean, they obviously passed him on the physical. I think it's going to be interesting. we got Randy Mueller coming up in the next block. He is, you know, wired out there up in Seattle. And the first question I want to ask Randy is, is are we really sure they're going to go with, with the quarterback situation in Seattle? Now, I'm told that the reason the Niners just don't want to cut Jimmy is because they're afraid he'll go to Seattle. Whether that's true or not, that could be agent talk. I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I do think this. I think that, you know, Jimmy catches a lot of crap about, you know, the turnover, six interceptions in the playoff game. But as you've said, you know, if that kid catches the ball, 
you know, we're talking about the Niners playing Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, not the other way around. And so on that interception, yep. but it didn't happen. And so, look, the Niners have to they, – they've made this decision. They made this decision – when when they thought they were going in another, they wanted to get, they wanted to improve their position. They made the decision. I think they originally wanted Mac. Then they talked him into Trey. Now they've got to live with it. And they got to see where it goes. I mean, the future of the franchise is on it. So let me ask you, true serum. We could go back and do it all over and not give up the complete future of the franchise with all the first round draft picks. Garoppolo still has plenty of ball game left in him. You're not going to pay him like you have to pay an Aaron Rodgers. Do you think they do it again with Lance? You know, that's a great question. I mean, I haven't not watched Lance at practice, run scout team, run the team. I can't really answer that. You know, there's so – how do you answer Trey Lance? Is he good or not with the limited know. amount of exposure we have? I mean, how do you do that? Like, I don't can't. know that. I mean, I, I watched the North Dakota State tape. I mean, it was good. Was it rare? I, I've seen guys – I mean, look, was – I thought it was a good player. I didn't think he was oh, – he throws the ball as if he's with a jugs machine. I mean, that doesn't take anything off any throw. There's no sense of, like, laying laying the ball in there, working it. We shall see. I, I, I don't have an answer, which is, to me, a push on the Niners over under total. Beeson.com, kind of a mailbag. I hope you continue the trend of doing kind of those mailbags throughout the year over at Beeson.com. And part of that, you mentioned the Davis Mills comment, which I thought was very interesting – but you also mentioned a landing spot, which you've talked about extensively, for Garoppolo could be and should be the Giants. Are you still all in on that? I think it's a really good – look, I, I think – one thing we know for sure, we can talk – there's media talk and then there's reality, okay? So Brian Dayball can stand in front of the New York media and say, I am evaluating Daniel Jones. No, no he's evaluated Daniel Jones. He's watched those games he's played in, right? He's evaluated him. He's watched practice tape of Daniel Jones from the OTA days. He has watched all those games. And we can make a thousand excuses for why he hasn't been productive. And yes, he's a better athlete than I think all of us thought he was. However, that being said, do you think you want to put the franchise in this situation? And if there was one remote chance you would have, you would have extended him out for a fifth year. It would have been cheaper for you. But I don't see that. I think the reason they signed Tyrod Taylor is they're nervous about Daniel Jones being a true franchise. This is where we're going. I think Jimmy G would offer him an opportunity to at least bridge till he gets to the next guy. I will say early returns on Thibodeau and his attitude have been very good. Like a yeah. perfectionist. You know, there were questions about him because many had him universally months ago as number one overall pick. And then there were some questions, character concerns, but the early returns, I don't know if you're hearing anything differently about Kayvon Thibodeau. Very good out of Giants camp. No, I think that, look, the Giants, are got, they have limitations at the secondary. We'll find out if they're good enough in the back end, especially considering that Don Martindale is going to bring a lot of pressure. The question is going to be is if they get behind in games like they have. I mean, they've won 22 games in the last five years. I mean, this is not a stacked roster. You know, they turned the ball over at a high, high rate last year. They were 32nd in the league in turning the ball over. You know, they were 31st in points scored. I mean, this is not a very good team. You know, and they were most in that 30th in penalties on a drive. You know, that they were not well coached offensively. They were not disciplined enough as a team. And, it, and, it, and the problem showed up. So I think ultimately there's a long way to go. But it starts at the quarterback. I mean, you know, you don't post these numbers if your quarterback's at least a little better. You know, he played in 11 games. I mean, there's really – we just – there's enough data on Daniel Jones to really say, okay, this guy's good enough. There's enough data. We got 37 career starts. And just to back it up, to put a bow on it, then we'll move on. We've got Randy Mueller coming up. And like Michael said, he's connected out there. Um, so ignorant question. So yell at me if it is. Why can't Garoppolo stick around with the 49ers? We understood the Baker situation. Is it a money thing? Like, what is the deal well, with Jimmy not being able to stick around? Because, like we said, they know they don't know what they have. Well, Trey. I mean, look, they need they need his money, right? And they made that that, that whether they ne don't know what they have, they already said they know what they have. That when they traded yeah. all those assets, <laughs> they said they know what they have. So they can't back away from that. They and they can't have a locker room with a divided locker room. Your quarterback has to be the leader, and he has to be the guy who people see as as let's get behind him. And and he can't be looking over his shoulder. 
Because if Jimmy's on the sideline and Trey makes a bad throw, everybody said, put Jimmy in the game. Or if Jimmy makes a bad throw, put Trey in the game. You know, and so you can't do that. They need to move on. They made that decision on when they made the trade. They made that decision that Garoppolo was over with when they made just like just exactly like Andy Reid did when Patrick Mahomes, when he took him, he redshirted him for a year and then he went wall in and Patrick Mahomes was great. But Patrick Mahomes had a collegiate career at Texas Tech that we could actually watch tape of him playing at a higher level. There it we is. haven't been able to do that. There it is. Look. Like you said, even when you throw on the tape, it's not like you felt like you were watching. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's not like it was otherworldly tape that you watch from North Dakota State either. Um, okay. So untenable there with Jimmy G in San Francisco. By the way, when you do check out the article over at VEASAN.com that Michael wrote, uh, come for the Davis Mills information and stay for Hal Leibovitz. I don't Hal. know who – I didn't know who Hal Leibovitz was until I read your article, but interesting little oh, nugget there about man. him. Yeah, wonderful man. Well, bring some ba- bring some bagels. <laughs> always, bring some bagels always. And we'll he never chill. came. He never came empty-handed. He never came empty-handed. He was a wonderful man. He was the Cleveland Plain Dealer Sports Editor. Then he retired and he started working out at the the News Journal out in Lorraine. He was a dear, dear friend of Art Modell's. They would kibitz all the time. He would come in every Friday, sit down. He would we go over the NFL and he would talk and. And he was just a really, really genuinely nice man that was a delight to be around and, 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 and had such great history of the game. I learned a lot from him. Okay, we got Randy Mueller. Just got a minute here. By the way, did you see A.J. Brown taking a shot at the – A.J. Brown very much does not want to be catching passes from the quarterback there in Philly. That's the impression <laughs> I get. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I mean, like, he's right, though. Like, I'm the only guy that got traded. Was I the only one asking for money? All these other guys got money, and they didn't get traded. How come, I, how come you're taking it out on me? You know, everybody else got it. I got traded. We'll see. I mean, that Tennessee team is going to be fascinating. Where is their skill players coming from? Where are they coming? We talked about them yesterday. Uh, it's going to be a challenge to me, but I, I respect Vrabel as a head coach. I'm not ready to say, and they're good defensively, and they can run the ball. They are a lot like San Francisco. They have questions at the quarterback, but they're good in two areas. I just know this. Wide receivers get paid off numbers, and when Jalen Hurts is running all around that backfield and not getting A.J. Brown the ball, they he's going to no be numbers. bitter. He's, no numbers. He's going he's gonna to be begging for Ryan Tannehill. When we come back, Randy Mueller is going to join, join us here. On the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. He is Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Randy Mueller, of course, former longtime NFL executive. He won NFL Executive of the Year in 2000. I'm going to let the old friends run with the conversation here in a second, but I'll start with Randy. First off, thank you for joining us, Randy. Um, Your reaction to Deshaun Watson, that was the news this morning. Six games, feel light, heavy, or just about right? What was your reaction there? Well, I was surprised a little bit. I thought it was a little light. I was expecting a lot more, but to be honest with you, it's the first time we've ever gone through this process, the the reconfigured process of it. So I don't know why we should have been surprised. I guess anything was possible. And I think anytime you take the commissioner, the good of the game, all that out of it, and just present it with facts like they have done, I think you've got to be ready for something that's not been streamlined or not historically precedented. It's, it's a completely different world that they're, that they're uh, using to, to do this personal conduct policy stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. I think we're going to have to live with it. Maybe the NFL, maybe they uh, come back and appeal it, but I'm not quite so sure that's going to happen. I'm with you, Randy. I don't see that either. I, I think Goodell's made his bed, and he's got Sue Robinson to field all the questions based on leniency. And then she's got to handle it. And we're starting to see some of the conclusions being released out. I saw it on Adam Schefter's Twitter. But I'm with you. I think that that's a giant step forward. I I think actually, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, I think having somebody outside the commissioner's office handle this might be the best thing. At least it gives the players a sense that there's no bias already built in. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think this is what everybody was asking for. Everybody thought Roger Goodell had too much power to start with in the prior, you know, hierarchy. Hey, I'll be honest with you, Mike, and you probably remember this as well. I was not for the league even getting into the investigative world 10 or 12 years ago 
when they put together a group that, you know, internally started investigating all this stuff. I was one that, hey, let the law do their job. Let the, the uh, you know, people that get paid to do that and investigate, figure that out. And then we'll act accordingly after the all the, all the information is in. But the league has got involved in this now, so they're they're going to be up for some criticism. But this is the power that that the that the owners allowed Roger to give up, and so they've got to be ready to deal with it. There were some owners, as you know, that thought Roger had too much power to start with. So, yep, so no some, I would be interested to hear, feel feel how some of them felt when this decision came down. Yeah, no doubt. I think that Randy, let's just shift. You live up in the Pacific Northwest. You've been up there before, Seattle. Are they really going to go with Geno Smith? I, I know John <laughs> Schneider loves uh, – I know he loves Drew Locke. But are they really going to do that? You know, that's been a, a, a bone of contention for me that I cannot explain in my own mind, Mike. I really don't. You, like me, watch a lot of tape, and I saw all the Drew Locke film. I've seen all the Geno Smith film, and I just shake my head. I, I just couldn't do this. Um, I guess Pete and John have earned the right to do it the way they wanted to do it. They've had a 10-year unprecedented run. But to decide they're going to go this route and kind of kick the can down the road to if we're going to solve this, it's going to be in the draft of 2023, I just couldn't do it. So I think I think it's risky at best. It, it's almost malpractice at times when, when you consider what Drew Locke did to the last staff in Denver. It, it's a hard one for me to swallow. I, I really don't understand it either. Hey, Michael, you mentioned it in the last break. And look, I don't think San Francisco Randy would do this, but Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. would be quite a step ahead. He would be, could that be progress as far as the quarterback position there in Seattle? No. I think it would be. And if it happened that way, and if he were on the street, I do believe Seattle would be interested. And then we would all be, you know, uh, coming back hat in hand and saying Pete and John are geniuses. This is their plan all along. <laughs> they knew the 49ers yeah. would have to cut Jimmy G. So they knew they would never get him via trade, and so they could make it sound like this was our plan all along. I think it's a no-brainer if he hits the street that Seattle has to do what they can to get him. I, I don't think it's any question he's an upgrade over where they're at. Plus, they're taking from a, a division rival, so the intel that they could extract from Jimmy G, I mean, Mike knows him better than both of us, I would think that would be pretty valuable intel to extract from another team in your own division. No doubt it would be. And, and since we're at Jimmy G, where were you on Trey Lance and where are you today on Trey Lance? I, I, I you know, the tape was hard to watch. I mean, North Dakota State, you know, not a lot of tape, yeah. didn't play his senior year. Uh, and then last year, 71 passes, very, very uh, uh, unimpressive. Where are you today on terms of where he can go to? Well, I think the ceiling is obviously clear. It could go really high. But I think you and I have been on the same boat on this one. And again, I go back to the risk-reward factor. I could not have done what they did in giving away really two or three worth of capital to get up to get him. A little information on. I couldn't really even consider taking this guy in the top 10 a year ago just because of where we were, where they were, where everything had come out with the minimal throws. Um, he's, he's, he's a project at best. They started last season by saying they're going to work him into some different packages and some other stuff. Guess where that went? Nowhere. <laughs> he, he never yeah. worked into any of that stuff. So I'm with you. I think it's risky, and I think where it gets him is, and this is really how I judge these moves, how does it reflect in the locker room? I know the players are all saying positive things, but this is a playoff team that is now being turned over to a guy who I think will take a step back uh, from where Jimmy G was. Now, he may have more potential. I'll give you that. But they initially are going to take a step back. And the question is, for how long before they can move ahead? So, again, I guess I'm old school. I could not have taken this risk. I thought all along they should keep Jimmy G, especially for another year, especially for what they're going to get for him, which looks like nothing at this point. I would rather have him for the last year of his contract, let him go somewhere next year, get a, su a supplemental pick from a year from now, a comp compensatory pick. And, and move on. I just think the value for them to have him on their team is greater than what they would get for moving it. That is, now that's the quote of the day, Michael. A project at best, and we're market-based here on VSIN for a team that is expected to win 10 or 11 games. That is, not, that is not high praise from Randy Mueller. Let me just shift gears quickly here, just because he, he popped up trending. And this is random, Randy, but Carson Wentz, a lot of reports that he's overthrowing receivers. He does have talent there in Washington. What are your expectations for Carson? 
I think he's in a tough spot. I do think he upgrades what they've had the last couple years, but here's why I think it's a tough spot. This is not North Turner's offense. This is Scott Turner's offense. This is the son of, so it's a completely different setup. I have not been sold on this offense the last couple years. I think they've kind of mismanaged the quarterback room, in my opinion, the last couple years. I have not been a Taylor Heineke, you know, drinker of Kool-Aid. That one hasn't sold well with me. So I just don't see the plan and what they've done. Carson Wentz physically has the skills, but as we know, it's been the intangibles. It's been the between the years. It's been the other things that have rubbed people wrong at his prior two stops. So we'll see. I don't know where their fallback position is, but I think really this is a referendum on Scott and, and the way he runs that offense. And that's to me yet to be proven. I think the, the Washington football team's offense is still a work in progress, and that's, what, three years into the Rivera regime. I, I couldn't agree more. Preach it, Randy. You're right. I mean, just because you worked your dad, I, I, I don't see it. So let's shift up 95 a little bit. Where are you on Jalen Hurts? For me, I mean, Alabama, he didn't throw it well. Oklahoma, he didn't throw it well. First two years, he didn't throw it well. Have you ever seen a guy not throw it well, all of a sudden wake up one day and start throwing it well? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I would differ a little bit with you, Mike, is I have seen incremental improvements, in my opinion. I didn't think he could throw it all at Alabama. I thought they did a better job with him at Oklahoma. He managed and processed a little better from the pocket. And then I've seen a little bit of progress, maybe not, you know, as much as we'd all like to see, but a little bit of progress in Philly. I think, again, the referendum is where are we going with Nick Sirianni in this offense? They have to progress from the pocket, their passing game. And that didn't happen last year. So if they can't progress as a group, now they've surrounded him with better talent this year than he had in the last couple of years. If they can't progress from the pocket processing and, and a downfield passing game, all bets are off. But I have a little more faith in Jalen Hurts. Maybe it's because I am a believer in the intangibles with him. I love it every time he talks. I understand the leadership part and getting him in line behind a guy like him. I could do that. So I'm, I'm okay with Jalen Hurts. Obviously, there's some unproven talent, but I've seen a little stair-stepping of, of where his skill set has, has, has become compared to where it was at Oklahoma. What was no the doubt. quote, Michael? I, 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 18 go, wins go in 17 games? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I agree with Randy. You love the kid. I, I don't dislike mm-hmm. the kid. Randy's right. I mean, this is the kind of character. This is different than Kyler Murray. This kid is really all in. The problem is when a game gets – when the game gets hard, can he make that? Randy put it perfectly. Yeah. Can he make those throws from the pocket, drop back? Randy Mueller, of course, won the executive of the year in 2000. We're going to have to invite you on during the football season. We'd love to have you, Randy, and thank you for the time today. Thanks so much, Randy. That was awesome. I appreciate you. Anytime, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way you both made a dis- distinction between he and Kyler Murray because I think just lumping those two together is foolhearted. So I would yeah, no, it is. There. I mean, this is we're talking. We're talking football. We're talking throwing the ball. This kid is really good. His character is outstanding. However, they still got to make throws. Let's come back and I'll finish up with the. I have a couple more questions about Hertz, and then we'll transition with the college football betting guide and talk good. a little LSU football here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, of course, it is BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and they're unleashing the spirit of Vegas with the BetMGM rewards. So you know this, I tell you all the time, it's a credit card. You get reward points, so you can use those risk-free tokens uh, right there on the site. Or if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms, Again, there's no better loyalty program in the game. We're thrilled to be sponsored by BetMGM here on the Lombardi line, and you can get the rewards now. Just go to BetMGM.com. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. thought Randy Mueller was great as we welcome you back here awesome. on the Lombardi line. We're going to use him a ton during the football season because one thing he did do was it's man, it is fascinating what's happening with the Eagles. The Eagles are going to Lance is going to be a story this year, but the Eagles and that, and that fan base there's, there's, this is going to be quite a story the whole entire season. No doubt. And you know what, what Randy said too, you know, I, I don't disagree that Hertz has made progress. It's the level of progress that you've got to measure. And this team it hurts kind of has been the lightning rod for the Eagles when Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, has kind of gotten out of the limelight. The first five, six games, when they played against good quarterbacks earlier in the year, he was under a hot seat. You know, I mean, I think, you know, the way they played Dallas and it made everybody very, very concerned. Now everything's back on Hurts. I'm not sold that they're going to be better on defense just by the style of which they play. So that remains to be seen. And look, we know the. We know the East is kind of up for grabs. You know, Rich Gannon was on yesterday. He said that, you know, the best team talent-wise by far is Dallas, and he recognizes their limitations in terms of their consistency offensively. There is no question about the kid's personality, and that's what I liked about the distinction. We joked that last week when I was, or maybe it was two weeks ago now, what the Kyler Murray news, and I said Michael was the only person that was willing to put his name on the fact that, you know, Murray's got an attitude problem. And frankly, I don't think anybody would dispute that within the organization. That's not the problem with Hurts, Michael. No, and, and the whole fact that, well, this this is not fair that they put that clause in his contract. That clause got negotiated into his contract. Yes. You know, that clause got signed off by his agent, and he signed off on it. So there's a reason for that clause being in there. It was for his lack of they, – they, they noticed something that his – in terms of what he – that just didn't appear just all of a sudden with pixie dust. It, it was there. It was lived, and they said, okay – we got to fix this. One of our biggest problems why we don't win down the stretch is because we don't feel like you haven't put the time and effort in that needs to be. That's not Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to work hard. He's going to do everything possible to become a good player. I'm, I worry about guys that instinctively just don't have that great feel and reaction time. I would be more inclined to lean towards Mason Rudolph in Pittsburgh as, as the starting quarterback if I felt he had that gene. Mason Rudolph doesn't throw the ball with great sense of timing and anticipation either. It's what we're dealing with with college football today. The, the quarterbacks in these RPO schemes, they're not really readers of the coverage, readers of anticipation. They don't see things in three-dimensional ways. Whereas, you know, to do play quarterback at the highest level with outside of the play-action pass game, you've got to be able to do that. Well put. Now, we've been talking about the college football betting guide, which you can find over at vsun.com right now. I believe if you go to 228, that's LSU, done by Adam Burke with his preview. 
you know, Circa has talked to Michael about LSU being a very popular national title as far as the futures wagering 90 to one, 70 to 90 to one ish down to 55 to one. I got to be honest with you. I don't see it because of the mass exodus when coach O was let go. Now Kelly did bring in some very good players. You've got five starters coming back on offense, five starters on defense. You've got a new quarterback, Arizona State, in the transfer, and Jaden Daniels, who I'm not high on, and I don't think you are as either. Last year's 1,000-yard rusher in Davis Price is with the 49ers. They've got a complete new system. They've got a new defensive coordinator, Matt House, who was the Spagnolo, you know, uh, protege. There's going to be a lot of – there's turnover, and there's going to be a rebuild here, in my estimation, as far as LSU is concerned. Six, six and a half on the number. Yeah, you know, and look, it's LSU. And they, they recruit really well. I mean, they've got players. You know, the Emory, the running back, four-year starter, four, five-star, five, four-star four player coming out of high school, catches the ball really well. He'll be back there at running back. Uh, I think his name is Bote, the receiver, which to yeah, me was, he great, was unbelievable. He was great. He had nine touchdowns in the little bit he played when he hurt his ankle against Kentucky. So, and I think there's going to be a huge, huge, whatever you think of Brian Kelly, Whatever you think of him, there's going to be a huge upgrade over Coach O and Brian Kelly. Like, it's going to be for the Grand Canyon upgrade, okay? So you're going to get a disciplined team with fundamentals, tech. I mean, you're going to get a cerebral team. You're not going to get, hey, play hard. You know, let's get them. Go Tigers. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get a cheerleader. So add that. Plus, he's taking a bunch of transfers. It's still LSU. They've got good players. Like, they got good players. And, you know, I know people are saying the under and play, the seven wins, six and a half. Have no. you seen their schedule? I mean, it's not that ch- – I mean, they could be undefeated going into the sixth week of the season. I totally agree. If they somehow beat Auburn at Auburn and open up 5-0 and oh, – Look, they're going to be outclassed by Alabama, A&M, the others, but the chasm between Coach O and Brian Kelly, regardless of what you think about his personality, they're going to be a better football intrinsically just because Kelly's there. It's not even close. And you, right, and you say, well, you know, there's no quarterback. Well, Kelly's made a lifetime in Notre Dame with really no quarterback. What pro quarterback has he ever had? Uh, Ian Books, the third team, right? Like, he's used to having Miles Brennan-type quarterbacks on his team. So, I, you know, he'll run the ball. I, I can promise you, Kelly's telling himself, we got better skill here than I did last year at Notre Dame. I, I can promise you he's saying that. Like, this is LSU. These college programs, they just don't go with void of talent. I mean, do you want to go back and see how many five stars they've recruited? But Coach, One thing, Coach O, I will say this about Coach O, and is Coach O could recruit. Now, Coach O was a salesman. I'm not saying he was great at selecting the players, or div- but once the game started, that's when Coach O could offer no help to the team. But before that, he could recruit. So there's players there. And this defensive line that we, we didn't even talk about, they're really good up front. They are so very good. I, I, I mean – you know, I mean, look, they open up at Florida State. They, 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 they play. I mean, they play a bunch of – I mean, I got it right here in front of me. They got Southern. The Florida State will be a hard game, but, you know, it's Florida. Southern, Ole Miss will be tough. New Mexico, that's not going to be too hard. Auburn is in disarray. Who knows what Auburn's yes. going to be like? You know, I think yes. Tennessee, Florida will be hard games. Ole Miss will be a challenge. But Alabama, and then you got Arkansas, who know, you know, you got UAB, and then you end up with AM. I mean, sevens, it's right there. They set it so perfectly. If but if they I'm beat glad Florida State in the opener, if they beat Florida State in the opener, I mean, there's a really good chance, you know, they could get to, you know, they got Mississippi State in week three. So I mean, they could be four and oh going into that Auburn game. Well, no, you just said it. Five and O's on the table. We got to get to seven wins. This team's getting seven wins. I don't like them as a national championship as far as the futures yeah. at 55 to one, but I like seven wins. And I'm glad you brought up Keishon Butte because that was a coup for Kelly to get Butte to stick around the sophomore wide receiver. They've got talent on the outside. Also, if it doesn't work out with Jaden Daniels, he also got Miles Brennan, the six-year senior, that quarterback. Yep. He got him to stick around too. Those are two big sticks for Kelly in the program. Yeah, I, I just think to me we have to take the, the pro mindset out of college, especially elite programs like LSU, which LSU, because of where they are, because of Louisiana football, because of Texas, they get, they're going to get players. They're going to always have – they're not going to be void of talent. you know. And there's going to be some freshman that comes in that we're going to say, where would they get that kid from? 
It's the same thing at Florida. It's, I, I, like, I love Florida because I love Billy Napier. I love the quarterback. You know, Richardson, I think those that combination of coach and quarterback there make a difference. Do I think that they that Dan Mullen didn't recruit as well as he needed to? Probably. I think it'll show up. But at LSU, whatever you want to say about Coach O, and I have been critical of Coach O, he can recruit, and he recruited. National championship in 19, 15-0, 20, 5-5, 21-6-6, 11-12 over the last two seasons. Coach O obviously ousted last year, but this is going to be a different team. By the way, power rating as far as Steve Mackinnon's got LSU 20 of 131 in the FBS. So what's that tell you? Go over the 6.5. Now, we've got a new number of 7. Uh, and you can get even money on the over. I still like it. I, again, 55 yeah. to 1 on the futures market. I'm not dancing with that as far as LSU, but I do like them to win seven, eight games. I mean, Penn State, James Franklin's 11 11 in the last 22 games. Think about that. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, and, and, you know, look, there's talent here. Now, how it gets, there's a, the reason you're paying these coaches all this money is to coach the team and get more out of the players. It isn't just all about one guy. They got to fix the quarterback, no doubt. Maybe Jane Daniels will play better than I think he will. Look, my man, it's great to see you. It's great to be great back to have with you, you. Back, Patrick. I will see you on Thursday, and boy, could I use a break. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing, Patrick. Perfect timing. Hey, man, I'll see you Thursday. It's great to see you. I look forward to the season. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Matt Santos. And thank you to Kevin. Thank you to Matt Santos, Liz, and everybody downstairs. Thank you so much for all your help with this setup as well. Odds On is coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.